You're listening to Bloom and Blight, Episode 3, On the Run. Y'all are able to jump through easy enough and make your way to the gardening club where we'll just kind of pick up the action there as, you know, like we said, summertime, very light in in uh, terms of actual college students roaming around or anything like that. You have, you know, basically access to this this room, we'll say like probably a little key card or something of the sort to be able to, to get in as it's, you gotta take care of the plants even during the summer. Otherwise, what's the point of gardening club? They'd all be dead. So you're able to uh, badge in just fine. And um, I guess explain explain to our audience kind of what the purpose is and what y'all are looking for here. The way that Bloom is sort of connected outside of being Bloom, right, is, uh, is this sort of on-campus gardening club situation, which Daff is notoriously missing from. Uh, Daff does not really to most folks' knowledge, have any connection to the campus. Um, so it would be, uh, as far as she has told everybody, it would be weird, frankly, if I was in the gardening club. I don't even go here. I, um, so I think it's a very, a very like tense look around coming into this gardening club fully in a mask, like a very weird situation. But so the, the hideout is very particular in how you can get in and, um, so we sort of have to, you know, show up to this this gardening club uh, because in order to get into our little hideout thing, um, as I recall the mechanics of it, uh, we need some sort of representation of our transcendence. And for Bloom, that is our flowers. Uh, so the gardening club sort of exists uh, as A, a cover story, and B, uh, a means to have access to those uh, sort of always at the ready. I don't know. Do we have, do, do we grow daffodils in this gardening club? Do y'all do that? Um, Cause I think Daff probably keeps them at her house. I think um. Larkspur would. Aw. Cause Larkspur <laughs> does know that you go here. She's the only one who does. That's, that is actually a very good point. Um, is Larkspur in costume? I think we established that Larkspur is, is pretty clearly Larkspur at the moment. Yes. Okay, so it would be weird if I was not. Cool, awesome, so the mask stays on. Um, just because it is very odd that two mask figures are showing up to Gardening Club, but it's after hours, it's summer, we don't nobody, we don't need to answer to anybody, right? Right, God? <laughs> if anybody comes, we'll slip through a daydream. It's fine. Cute. There would definitely be a lot of those on a college campus. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so in the middle of a boring lecture. Um, summer classes, oof. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so y'all are, uh, you know, in this, in this gardening club with, you know, all of your flowers, but various others, flowers, herbs, vegetables, you know, there's other, other things kind of in here to make it not so obvious that there's just flowers that associate with this magical girl crew here as, uh, you know, you're, you've got, it's summertime, you've got all sorts of squash and tomatoes and peppers all kind of growing. I feel like there's probably a bit of a sprinkler system uh, that is is set and turns on 
as y'all are kind of going through and you're able to pick your uh, particular flowers. Is there anything else here other than just kind of gathering equipment <laughs> or the needs that y'all would want to do before heading to the hideout or anything else in town that the two of you would want to do before heading the hideout? I do think it's it's very rare the occasion that Daph actually shows up at this greenhouse. Um, I th I'm sure it's happened before, but it's weird uh, for that to happen. So I think there is kind of like a a squint at like the small pot of daffodils in the corner and just sort of like a squint and a look at Lark and like just a like fighting the goofiest smile, but she doesn't say anything. Um, you could join the club. I don't think anyone would notice. It's, li there's literally so few members. I mean, there's more now. None of your teammates are in the club, as far as I know. Yeah, but our teammates are. I can, I can be a face in the crowd. I don't know if I can be a face in the club that you guys go to every week. I, th I think they're not idiots, Sib. They're going to catch on. Okay. I'm not going to push it. I just, I feel bad. And I'm always looking for an excuse to see you, so. <laughs> I, you, I know, I, I don't know. I just want to be able to keep doing this with you guys. And if people start finding out, this is better than having to choose. I know, and I'm, I'm going to protect your secret. Don't worry. I am sorry. It's fine. Do you have the flowers? Hmm. Uh, Daph knows it is not fine, but we're just gonna shove that deep down and ignore it and pretend it is. Um, but yeah, she sort of, you know, holds up a, <laughs> a very mismatched bunch of uh, notably poisonous flowers. <laughs> I don't know that we've really ever uh, uh, mentioned that fact, uh, pointed that out. But yeah, just, you know, the the weird and poisonous flowers of the greenhouse. Just did a goofy little bunch. Like, is this good? Did I miss? I don't think I missed anybody. Um, just out of habit has also picked a lily. Just sort of not even realizing that, like, that's happened. It's just, you know, going down the list. Oh, we should get back. Don't want them waiting too long. I know Belladonna's there, but there's no telling what Wolf Spain will do. Very true. He wanted to suggest it that we kill the kid earlier, so. Yeah, we're not gonna tell Belladonna that, right? Like, we're not, we're gonna, I mean. No, I think that just stays between us. Okay. All right. Um, yeah, we should hurry up before any, before that actually happen uh jill just reach out and grab uh grab lark's hand like lead the way all right well we'll rip us into another daydream and we'll make our way across town okay yeah you're able to uh kind of hop daydream to daydream until you are able to hone in on you know the general area that uh vic and belladonna have made it to so far as they are heading towards the hideout and you're able to kind of start following uh, by popping between apartment buildings and kind of keeping up pace with uh, all of your things. Y'all are making your way towards the hideout with you know, the fact that Larkspur can literally 
phase through people's dreams. Uh, her and Daph have caught up pretty quickly, and y'all can see them kind of bopping along uh, rooftops and such. And then as y'all get uh, a little little further to the edge of town, because I we talked about that your hideout is kind of an underground base that is inside a long dead volcano. So guess what? It's got that good, that good, like nutrient rich soil for all of the, the floral needs you may have. Um, so, you know, we may have to get a little, little more out of town to kind of get into the foothills and such before you are, you're kind of right there at the hideout itself. And while y'all are going, um, I think that Vic would probably be the first to notice seeing as Zeke is actively on the bike with you, um, sitting, you feel his hands like move and actually like grip onto the side of you. Like you're, you know, when you're riding a bike with someone, but like hard. And then he just starts to scream. Calm down, kid. You're going to be fine. If you freak out too much, you'll fall off. Still is going. It is almost like you can't understand what he's saying as it seems like words are trying to come out and you can feel the little like pinpricks of like static electricity again on your on your side, but it's not nearly as strong or or anything, but there seems to be this energy kind of coming off of him as well as he's just panic screaming, confused screaming, what's going on? Like some of those things. And then you hear something's coming, something's coming, something's coming. And then he screams again and like a panic. And you can feel him kind of slump a little bit, but there's still that static electricity. Um, we'll say then that Belladonna, you would notice something is going on as your friend is like actively mm -hmm. kind of panicking on the back of this bike as you're in pursuit. And then you see coming over kind of one of these, we'll say we're kind of closer to general like houses, some smaller businesses, you know, we're not in the high rises or anything anymore. You see what looks to be like a drone, deep black, matte metal maybe it's not shining at all and it has this pulsing blue light on the front of it that looks very familiar and it starts to kind of come and then you see a second one and then a third one that first one kind of hits the ground behind y'all and does just this Mighty Morphin Power Rangers trans <laughs> transformation into what looks to be like a kind of standing droid type robot. I think the other two y'all are now able to see as you've jumped and you're basically right by one of these drones as it continues off that direction and starts to follow very quickly, as quick as this bike is, your friends. With that... We don't really have any sort of initiative in this. It's kind of like we go, you go kind of vibe on how we are going to deal with this confrontation. So I leave it up to you first as their move was essentially running after you. <laughs> so with Lark sort of, you know, jumping in and out, uh, are you immediately like swiping back into some sort of a dream or are you seeing this and stopping? 
I guess, sort of affects what the vibe is going to be. Yeah, noticing this, uh, Lark would not swipe into another dream immediately. I think we would land on whatever rooftop is whatever we're passing. Uh, Daph's sort of like the hand that is not holding uh, Lark's is holding flowers. So they just sort of like, you know, like look back and forth like, oh, oh shit. Oh God. Okay. Um, And I can't let go of the flowers because we need those. So just sort of let's go of uh, Lark's hand like please don't leave me up here. Uh, and a whip materializes uh, in her hand, just uh, a very gold. Um, it's kind of looks like it's made of more of like ribbons than of like, you know, like rope or something. And just sort of like looks at Lark like, we are go- we need to go grab that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think those are friendly. Um, and as your whip materializes, uh, Lark's first second blade does as well. I can get you close. Just be careful. Don't get hurt. I. Uh, do you trust me? You know I do. Cool. Great. Awesome. Uh, the whip sort of. Is it a whip or uh, is it a lasso? It doesn't. It, it kind of depends. Uh, it sort of. Uh, they flick it out uh, into like, I don't know, a tree branch or a telephone pole, whatever is like nearby, some sort of up, uh, up high thing that they can swing from. Uh, and a hand wraps around Lark's waist and they jump right off of the building. Um, the goal kind of being to like swing off and launch Lark uh, towards this thing. They know Lark can land. They're not gonna like throw her way up in the air, but close enough that she can get within blade reach. What are our others doing as you see this kind of start to start to see some sort of response from the, the two that have been bopping around following you? Belladonna has a has a, a keychain that they always kind of have um, on their person, and it has like a tiny version of what becomes their weapon. Um, their weapon's kind of like made of a light material, like light. Um, so they kind of like pull it off of their keychain, and it turns into um, like throwing stars, and they just release them at each of the drones to try and at least like crack the lens. If they can't bring it down, um, they just want to at least kind of make it hard for them to see knowing that we're so close to where we're going. Absolutely. So um, let's see, would you uh, like to do that in more of like a defy way? Or are you trying to, to kind of go that direction or do you have another way you would like to maybe use that depending on what points you kind of have? Yeah, I think... I think in a defy kind of way. Um, okay. Because I'm trying really hard to uh, focus in this moment because everyone that I care about is at risk. Absolutely. So I got a one. <laughs> so you um, kind of turn around. You're on on your, your board. You kind of turn your attention towards this thing. Um, and start to you know, go through, grab your kind of keychain, do, do the move. But fortunately, uh, you are on this board going very, very, very quickly. And in the process, you get a little wobbly and you see that this, that one of the wheels kind of catches on, uh, kind of the curb here on the road. And you see that, um, one of the drones uh, kind of notices that this is going on and is going to uh, 
seize this kind of opportunity here as you are starting to um, absolutely lose control on your board. And basically you are in the process of falling <laughs> as this is going. And this drone is going to kind of come up directly at you and um, almost, almost kind of assist in this fall as you see that just this shock of electricity comes out of this kind of blue orb on the front of this directly at you. Can I say that even though I failed, it at least kind of sets up my teammates because now the drones are distracted? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they have. They are seizing on the opportunity of you. Yeah, I like that. As you are getting attacked and you're about to face plant. <laughs> so fully their attention is on you. Um, what then would uh, Vic like to do before these drones fully enact their turn? I would say the drones made a mistake to try to fight me while I'm on my bike. Um, and fully like ready to combat, he swings his bike around. Um, and most of his uh, powers come from like the magic that he's that he summons from within. But part of it comes from the Magitech that he has literally grafted on his left hand, which is a Magitech cybernetic hand. Uh, and he puts his hand out, far reaching into the air, and like a black tube just like ejects from his hand. And it just kind of floats in the air for a bit for him to grab it. And it becomes a massive obsidian scythe. And you can see him like start spinning it around spinning it and cutting up the cement as he turns his bike and he goes time to take care of business kids and he i'm gonna try and swing with zeke on my back on my bike at this one of these drones because i you know i don't have the ability to target more than one yeah um you feel zeke is just like gripping into you uh has kind of stopped the general panic screaming but I feel like with the, he's still like, what's going on? What's going on? Like, who are these people? What's going on? What, are, what is this? Why do I, something, something's not right. Something's not right. And it like has this just like buzz about him as you spin and go. I will say because of the general situation that Belladonna finds herself in currently, I will keep you at risky instead of desperate, as it probably most definitely would have been as you have a civilian on your bike <laughs> with you yeah. while you're doing this. But um, yeah, go ahead and, and roll what you see fit there. I mean, defy all day, every day. Ah, oh, two threes. All right, two threes. There is a uh, consequence here. So I will give you the, the the pick here because I feel like it'd be interesting to see what Vic's option would be just with the, the character that Victor is. I will give you the option to suffer harm or a complication. The complication would involve the bike and possibly Zeke. The harm, you're taking mechanical harm. So would you be in a position where you would try to take the brunt of this or allow maybe more the bike or the complication to occur? Um, I th it's a good question. Uh, the drama says hurt possibly Zeke or the bike, uh, but the part of him that is too proud to let anything of like 
anything else get hurt but himself. I think he's going to take the harm. Just his pride would not let him do anything else. Okay. Absolutely. So as uh, you are kind of going up and starting with uh, to attack with your scythe, obviously this one drone still in drone form is fully on Belladonna, whereas the other one is also, but then there's this little bit larger transformed version of it that is kind of in more humanoid-esque form, still very robotic, um, that you kind of start to go and swipe at. And you watch as it just puts up its hand and stops the scythe. And just does this like shove that just like spins it around and like kind of dislocates the shoulder a little bit for a minute, you know, just like a real, just like whoop with it. And you will uh, take one harm with that. Um, some of the examples, which I would say could be, could be a couple. I'll let you kind of, kind of uh, decide here. We have drained, scared, confused, scraped, bruised, embarrassed um, or something. So it's, it's a little, little like mental harm as well. Um, I would say of the examples given, um, unless you have one in particular that you're leaning towards, I would say like not being able to swipe and kill this thing in one blow. He's embarrassed. I was kind of, I was between bruised or embarrassed. I was like, I feel like, I feel like the, the embarrassed would be your one. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, basically, uh, you're going to, yeah, put embarrassed at the one, uh, you can take you know, multiple or two, I think, of each level of these harms. Obviously, if you take a third level one harm, that's going to bump it up. And so it's going to kind of stack until you clear those out. Now, you know, you kind of have essentially this a little bit of a, a emotional bruise here. And if there is at any point in time that you may need to kind of face that until that harm is cleared, we could, there could be a bit of a uh, downgrade to the success of that kind of mm. until you clear that clear that harm. Okay. Now uh, we have uh, the one drone that is is kind of actively kind of shooting out a a electrified laser towards uh, Belladonna, who is is in in process of trying to kind of get back control of this board and hopefully not become road rash city you yeah watch as it kind of like comes in shoots this 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 beam at you um could you please so i haven't gone could i use my action uh from daft throwing me to protect belladonna yes actually you can i'm completely forgot you have not gone I have a thing that allows me to help without taking stress. So if if I can in some way mechanically boost that by flinging Lark places, uh, would love to do that. Yeah, yeah. So Lark, what is kind of what are you envisioning here as as you're trying to help in this situation? Since staff has flung me, uh, I think Lark kind of just lands in front of Belladonna, uh, swords crossed in front of her, um, and I will try to resist uh, this attack that is coming. Okay. Absolutely. And you don't take stress for that, right? It says, uh, don't spend stress. Tell us how you prepared for this situation. 
So I think this is this is the end result of a lot of uh, late night uh, covert dates. And by dates, uh, I mean definitely like Lark is a, a martial artist. Daff is a gymnast. So it is a lot of like goofy sparring, but also like, hey, hey, babe, I want to I, I've been tr- I've been seeing this like sick partner flip. Do you want do you want to we could use this, right? Like we could use it. Do you can we can I teach you? <laughs> Yeah, I think there are a few moves uh, that they've practiced, uh, which is always interesting. Go ahead and yeah, how would you like to to roll for that? What is kind of the the direction you are wanting to go stat wise? And then this is uh, resisting just direct violence. Uh, so I'd like to roll with sun. Perfect. And I have two dots and sun for my resist rolls. Does help give you an extra? Let's say we can do it. Uh, yeah, I rolled two sixes, which is a crit. That is a critical. Uh, yeah, so I clear stress, and I think on that crit, um, Daph throws Lark um, directly into the path of this attack, and she crosses her blades in front of her and kind of reflects this electric beam away from them. Love it. So, um, Belladonna, you watch as just, yeah, Lark just comes flying into view and kind of is able to take this this blast and redirect it out of the way. And so now, currently, your only real concern is balancing on on this this bike in general or this board in general. Whereas then uh, we have the other one that is uh, still in drone form. I think has kind of figured out that there is someone else and is actively kind of looking for Daff. And I think you'll see as this this light kind of like flashes as it seems to be scanning the general area uh, and is starting to uh, head your direction, Daff. And you watch as what is kind of the area that you are currently at after all of y'all's jumping and throwing. Where do we find you? Um, I think, so we'd kind of swung down uh, basically from the top of this building, hook on a tree, swing it down. So I think it's, she's kind of like swung forward, uh, launched a lark off and then sort of swung back. So she's kind of on this backswing, still sort of attached to this tree or telephone pole or what have you. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of like surveying the situation, seeing where she needs to launch herself next. Okay, love it. So uh, you see that it is actively kind of looking for you. It doesn't seem like it has, you know, a a very good direct line of sight. You know, it seems like it is using more like a sonar mechanical kind of thing here. Um, how would you like to react in this? Is it is not actively trying to cause you any harm. Do you want to try and hide? Do you want have a certain move you would like to do? I think if this thing is distracted by me uh let's make some noise daff is good at being the distraction or you know being sneaky if need be but like whatever i can do to help these guys is really my goal Mm -hmm. um so it looks like if i can get three on one over on this other guy i can distract this first one over here that's not a problem so i think the whip situation uh is still like attached to this this branch thing um and the other end of it that is a handle sort of becomes yet another like whippy end of it um and they sort of launch that at yet another tree 
And now we have uh, basically a gymnastics bar and she's like doing, doing her little flips, uh, launching herself in the air, you know, launching between this and then jumping towards another tree where yet another, you know, uh, like gymnastics ribbon, one of those like aerial ribbons sort of pops up, uh, catches, like she's just doing sick flips, being like obnoxious, trying to keep this thing's attention and, you know, avoid it hitting her if it tries to, but mostly just trying to be loud. <laughs> could you just, I guess go ahead and roll maybe flow seems like the right vibe here. Vibe. What's what's a better better vibe here is you were just trying to make as much attention as possible and it seems to be, yeah, kind of following. I'm, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna make an argument and you can feel free to say absolutely not. Mm -hmm. um, but I think the reason that Daph is making noise is because that seems to be the way to confuse this thing. That mm -hmm. seems to be the way to, in reality, conceal herself. Like to hide by making so much noise that it can't tell what's going on. So I would like to argue for conceal. I could understand if you say no, but I think it would, I think it would be, that's kind of the angle that she's going for yeah. it. It's like, I'm trying to be weird about it. Okay. I, I <laughs> could allow it. We've already kind of used some other like things where it's specifically words to be more actions and stuff too. So I think, yeah, yeah. They, can, they play hand in hand. Okay. Thank you. A kind and benevolent GM. <laughs> Ooh. So that is only a two? Yeah, that's going to be a two and a one. So probably not. Um, but we tried, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would say you are, you're, you know, you are distracting it as it is following you. But you hear just like kind of this general, just like beep, 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 to then a beep, 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 as it seems like it has honed in on you fully. And this lightning bolt kind of comes out your direction. Ah, oh, dunk. And then just like an oof. <laughs> yeah, just cool. Um, and, uh, but yeah, you, you kind of have that uh, head your direction with the actual uh, risky here. Let's see, it says, you know, things could badly, you stop harm, a complication occurs, you end up in a disposition or you lose this opportunity. I'm gonna say you're losing the opportunity um, as instead of distracting it, you have, but it has you <laughs> in the same yeah. way. Okay, that's fair. Vic, we go back as this this humanoid robot is, is now, um, you know, just pushed your attack to the side. Um, have you fully stopped the bike or are you, were you still kind of like trying to drive by while you hit? If I didn't have Zeke on my back, I probably would have like jumped off the bike and tried to strike him, but I can't have someone who's freaking out riding Cerberus. That would be bad. Um, so I probably, after being swung off, kept going. Mm -hmm. You see as this, you've passed by uh, a little, a little embarrassed at the ease in which it blocked your attack. And you can hear a thudding on the asphalt behind you. This kind of metallic noise as it is running after you all. And it reaches out and it grabs Zeke by the scruff of his shirt oh. and goes to pull him off of the bike. Um, do you have one, either a move you would like to avoid that, or are you wanting to just kind of resist or or, or dodge this, this attack in general? Um, I don't have anything special that really, unless I transcended 
Okay, you know what? I'm going to do a full transcendence. Because then I have an ability that will help in this situation. So, um, can I describe that? What that looks like? Absolutely, please do. Okay, so Wolfsbane, seeing the hand reach for Zeke, his eyes go wide. Um, He's not wearing his helmet, so I guess you can see his face and his expressions. And he says, not today. And he, his hand, his mechanical hand, which is holding onto the scythe, starts to glow a deep purple. And you can see flames start to, like, emit from it. And please forgive how cheesy this is, but I feel like it needs it. And he says, this hand of mine is howling purple. Its grip tells me to destroy evil. And he fully, like, from his hand, you see, like, a digital effect kind of take over his entire body. Like, he does, like, a full magical girl transformation. We zoom the camera out. We're going into like a bright purple lights flashing everywhere. In the background, someone has cell painted a wolfsbane flower just floating in the distance. And as he floats doing the full spin, the digital like outline kind of goes all over his body eventually covering his face his smallish i kind of gave the description uh to y'all but listeners he has like a a athletic kind of twinkish frame to himself um and as he as transforming not only does he go into like a full tron meets werewolf meets like cyberpunkiness uh his body seems to gain muscle mass and now he's gone full werewolf daddy um and he is instead of having his normal his head there it's like a metal wolf's helmet from the back of the helmet you see a purple flame erupt like a mane and he has at his tailbone a flaming well tail um, which I guess right now it is not flaming because that would hurt, harm Zeke. I don't want to hurt the kid. Um, even the mane is like making sure not to burn his face. And Zeke has is probably he's probably fine. Yeah, but Vic is fully transformed on the bike, become much larger, and this wolf metallic wolf face that the instead of like eyes he has like a visor because it's a helmet. Um, you can see like this flashing purple light where his eyes are so just two like flashing lights are staring at this robot and now that i have transcended i'm going to use one of my actions uh and that's this one's mine what this does i'm engaging this foe i already have technically neither of you may back down until one of you is defeated while I am engaged with the foe only my rival can assist me which again that's larkspur only larkspur can help this fight and the foes, other foes will not interfere. Effectively, we're in a one-on-one fight now. I love this. Did you hop off the bike in the process of this? Is is Cerberus yes. now driving <laughs> Zeke? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, effectively, yeah. I would say Cerberus is now, because there's there's some kind of, it's not, you know, fully sentient. It's it's very much like a dog, I suppose. Loyal and does what I, what I need to do. Um, and drives with Zeke, and I'm very much, like, holding my scythe in both hands. Like, don't you dare. And I don't know if, if I can then use an... A- can I use a Transcendence ability and then... 
Uh, I will say yes, because now it's kind of back to just y'all's general you get to go turn. Um, I will say as you do this, you do see, you know, obviously this this robot has not been able to fully kind of hold on onto Zeke yet, but you do see that there is a, a little kind of glass or kind of orby bit on its hand, kind of similar to what was on the, the eye part of the more flying drone. And you see a blue light is coming out of it. It's not electric. It almost just looks like a very dull kind of scan of some sort. As then it pulls away and it turns off and he will then turn towards you. As yeah, what is your what is your official official ability as we go back to all of y'all's round? Sorry. Did you say you need another action or no? Well, I did my transcendent thing. This one's mine. No one can touch him but me. I'm just wondering if I can like defy to like try and attack him or is that? Yeah, yeah. Cause yeah, this is your turn now. So the, okay. yeah, we'll, we'll say, so yeah, you can fully, fully swing into him. Um, I will say um, Larkswert can take my place in this fight. They are the only one. So this is fun. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to, of course, defy. Cause I always defy things. Um, okay. okay. Five. Five. That is not bad. So yeah, uh, explain uh, how 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 you you attack in general here. Um, there is every time uh, Wolfsbane swings his scythe, there is like a purple flame that seems to erupt from it, even though it doesn't itself is just like obsidian and black and just very sharp. And probably because he's already aware that this thing can stop his swing at a high speed, he's just like instead of trying to focus on one really powerful swing he's trying to do multiple ones to try and catch it off guard so that maybe if it constantly blocks him he can at least get one good swing in because that's what he believes he needs is that one good swing mm -hmm. um and i am just going to say to keep myself honest i do have that harm so technically i think my five is a four which is the same Hurts. result same result so that's but good. i just wanted to keep myself honest perfect so you, uh, yeah, you are are kind of swinging, and it is very quick, just block, 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 until you know you get you get the the motherboard in there a little confused for a second, and you're able to get a solid hit on onto uh, this this creature, as you just clear cleave it in half. So you know, just kind of hit that that real skinny skinny bit in the middle where it was just the a joint a joint of some kind. <laughs> connectors to the the upper body you know just a tiny little joint there in the body and you're able to just absolutely slash it in half probably leaving like a nice little purple singe uh as as you do so but you see once it hits the ground because there is a complication here or a consequence with the four or five you see the light kind of goes out and then it blinks it starts to grow red. What would anyone else like to do? <laughs> I think um, Belladonna's trying to kind of shake off uh, the hurt from smashing into the pavement. Um, and uh, I don't know if it would be time for them to, I don't know if it would be time for them to like transform. I feel like maybe it is. I mean, you do, you you clearly see, you know, that these drones are targeting Zeke, who is now 
panicking on the back of a sentient bike going the opposite direction of y'all. Yeah, um, I think that uh, Belladonna kind of, oh, actually, before I set this up, Wolfsbane, can anybody ride your bike or is it only for you? Oh, no, yeah, anyone can ride it. Um, it's okay. Just just remember, it's like a it's like a loyal dog. So don't don't abuse. Please don't hurt Cerberus. Oh, no, I'm going to say such nice things to it. Um, <laughs> so I think Belladonna kind of picks himself up and realizes that this bike is kind of just riding around with this screaming person in the back, sees that Larkspur and Daffodil kind of have things covered. One of these drones is already down and there might be an explosion. Um, so I think Belladonna kind of races toward the bike. Um, and as they kind of like meet up to the bike, they kind of like flip their board up underneath their feet and kind of put it behind them as they try to like jump onto the bike. Um, I'd say when they get on top of it, that's probably when their transformation starts. Um, normally if they were just kind of standing there and it was it was going, um, it would look um, a little bit more polished. But I think um, in this moment, um, there's like a, like a glimmer um, that kind of happens um, around her and um, her uniform kind of just like blossoms onto her body. Um, like it comes up kind of from the ground and like like blossoms like from her feet up to her head rather than the other way. Um, and you kind of see this kind of black and white uh, costume that's on her that's very kind of split. Um, and she's um, really kind of focused on just trying to get this bike to accept her as she gets on top um, and immediately is like, don't worry, you know me, we're friends. We've got this. We're gonna keep, we're gonna keep everyone safe. Just, um, just, just, please, let's work together, okay? And um, attempts to kind of like put their foot down and like their boot kind of like scrapes the ground as they kind of kick off to turn it the opposite direction to see if they can um, either go pick up their friends or distract these drones a little bit more so that they don't do anything like this other one is doing, which is turning into a horrible bomb that is going to kill everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, you are able to hop on. And I think all of you kind of see that the two drones that are still up are now looking <laughs> like have kind of turned attention as it seems like some sort of message has gone out from this other one here. Um, we'll say that the um, one that is closest is definitely you can see turns then its attention kind of towards y'all a little bit. Uh, with with uh, Belladonna and and Zeke on the bike here, um, so for whoever uh, then interacts with these two drones, their attention is not towards you, as there is bomb and there is person taking their target on a bike. So you can have kind of this plus one to to help in that. Um, so what would either Daff or Lark like to do? Um, you said earlier that one of the drones shot lightning at Daff. Is that something that happened? Yep, yep, yep. I'm fine. Don't worry about me. I'm fine, babe. It's cool. <laughs> I'm good. I'm great. Um, I think if I want to transcend as well, 
think everyone's doing it. Why, why not? Yeah, so I will also transcend. Um, Larkspur's, uh, after she reflects this blow, uh, she kind of slashes her swords down by her side and they glow for a moment. Um, and she drops down into a dream. And the etherealness uh, that she always has in her costume um, kind of extends to her body as well. There's almost that haze over her entirety that looks like she's from a dream or in a dream. Um, and as she kind of falls back out of um, another rip back into this reality, the ribbons and layers on her dress are a little bit longer, a little bit more flowy. There's movement uh, to her clothing, even without a breeze. Um, everything just seems very ethereal and unreal about her as she lands here. Um, and I am going to run and jump and attack the drone that is looking at Belladonna and Zeke. And I'm going to push myself to do that so I can trigger one of my transcendent abilities. Okay, perfect. Do you still need to take the stress on the on the yes. push? Or does your... Okay, perfect. I do, yes. Um, so I take two stress. Um, and I will defy to attack. Um, and I think as she runs and jumps towards this, she throws one of her knives underneath uh, where Daph is currently. And it kind of slices the air and disappears. Um, and Daph, I'm going to briefly remove you from reality to avoid this attack. So you kind of fall into this dream. No. Um, I think it's uh, kind of like an abstract tea party. There's a lot of really weird, large stuffed animals moving around. This table and tea set is far too large. Um, but yeah, you fall into this dream momentarily um, to avoid the electric that was shot at you as I uh, my blade reappears in my hand and I will attack. Uh, this drone. Absolutely. If you wanted to take me to dinner, you could just ask. (laughs) (laughs) I am glad I rolled three die. There was a six in there. The other two were not good. (laughs) Ooh, all right. So you, uh, yeah. What does the actual attack on the drone look like after you've kind of gotten Daph into safety? I think she runs and kind of plants her foot on the side of a sign and leaps up into the air and with both blades comes down on top of this drone and it drives it into the ground if I can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, with yeah, the momentum you've got going on, it is fully focused in on on the other two. You are able to like bring it down and you see sparks you know, flying up, but you're able to kind of withstand any of the volts that might have actually hit you as you see a little bit of smoke coming up but the light on this one has just gone off fully dark how long does daf stay in dreamland <laughs> uh it just says briefly it's very vague so i think i don't want to take daf out of the fight so it's just long enough for the attack to miss perfect um and then another rip opens underneath her and she kind of falls through again uh kind of in a similar spot where she was so daf you come back out <laughs> to this I like to imagine the um, the sort of like tightrope situation that she had set up does not disappear. There's just like a rift under her and she's like, yeah, that's fair. And dives into it, comes back and lands right back on the tightrope where she was. Gives a thumbs up. Absolutely. What would you like to do is there's just one singular drone. It has its back to you currently um, after it shot and turned around. I feel a little bit left out because everybody's transcending. All the cool kids are doing it. And I am nothing if not a follower. Uh, so I do think she lands on this uh, this sort of like tightrope situation. 
that she set up and it doesn't like stick the landing. She like uses it to bounce off and like towards this one uh, that has sort of like turned around from her. And I think as she sort of like flipping in the air, there's like this, this whip ribbon situation that she's kind of been manipulating to like fling herself all over the place. Cocoons her a little bit and then spits her back out. Uh, and she is, for all intents and purposes, uh, if a if a flower could look like a clown, that's kind of the vibe that's happening. Uh, it's very like the stripy long uh, socks, and there's like also like the stri- like stripy like arm warmers. Like it's like a gymnast situation, but it's very like there's clown elements. There's like the little like frilly collar. Right, the the sort of like mundane uh, little like brown hair situation is gone. It is bright neon orange pigtails, and she sort of like launches out of this uh, this like high speed transformation because um, we don't really have time to mess around. And we'll try to like land on top of this thing, peeks down to sort of like bend over, and like her face is upside down in front of whatever quote unquote face this thing has and she just sort of says eyes on me sunshine and like decks it like i'm just gonna take this thing and shove it into the ground absolutely uh do you have a certain move or are you just wanting to defy or a general general attack i do have kind of a transcendent ability that if i can push myself which i think uh doing this sort of transformation while mid-launch may qualify as pushing myself. I can choose to perform a superhuman feat of athletics, which feels appropriate. So yeah, so you can, yeah, go ahead and push yourself. You can have an additional die and you have the plus one from Belladonna helping to set up there as well. Excellent. So So yeah, I think, um, I don't, defy, maybe flow is a vibe. Flow feels very much Daph's vibe. Flow feels like a vibe. (laughs) Excellent. Sick, gnarly. Nice. Okay, so a lot of dice. A lot of dice. Yeah, with the six, would you explain how you do it? How it just works? <laughs> yeah. So she she sort of does this transformation uh, in the air, lands on this uh, thing, and sort of hanging over the edge of it, uh, has her her zesty little quip, and then just sort of like goes to like handspring off of it. But instead of launching herself, she's launching this thing down. So I don't know that she necessarily does like the sickest of flips, um, but she's trying to basically like fuck, like volleyball spike this thing into the ground using like the sort of same acrobatic maneuvers that would normally launch her up. Just trying to just run it into the ground and shatter it, honestly. Wonderful. Yeah, you are are able to just mush this thing to the ground. You see just like pieces of metal and sparks are all kind of like popping off of it as you just smash it into kind of the, the dirt and the asphalt. And again, just blue light goes out. Whereas now everybody, no enemies directly uh, engaged, You, but you see this one that is just... And I'm assuming everyone's running. Am, am I incorrect in assuming you're getting a distance on this thing? If you're not running, you are getting uh, like lassoed by one of Daph's ribbons and pulled along. Mm-hmm. Um. Wait, is this a residential area? Oh, shit. Um, it's, it's a little bit. I mean, you're in the street, but there's like some just like, it's like the residential area in which there's some houses, some apartments, but then it's like Dollar General and like grocery stores, you know? <laughs> like, Okay, I'm, uh, I'll expend my special armor. Lark runs over to it and drops down and slices in the ground, and both her and the bomb drop into a dream. Okay. 
you all watch as Lark disappears, the slice closing up behind her. As you're left in silence, no more beeping. Belladonna, you are on the bike now. Zeke has grabbed hold of you. And you can see, you know, the little visor of the helmet is is ticked up. And his eyes had this flashing electricity in them. Like they looked just blue with these little flashes of electricity running through it. And you see almost instantly, as soon as that hole kind of closes up that Lark has created, his eyes go back to just a normal brown. And as, as you've always noticed him, and he just kind of just looks at you doesn't really fully know what to say before just slumping again, just his head onto the back as he has just passed right back out. I think Belladonna just kind of quietly sings to him um, to try and calm him and sort of just like soothe uh, whatever kind of chaos is happening in his body. You know, there was still that panicked breathing that was kind of happened even after he kind of lost a little bit of consciousness and you can feel it start to kind of slow down. And that just grip that almost hurts kind of starts to loosen up a bit as the breathing kind of settles and y'all are left waiting for Lark to show back up. Thank you so much for listening to Bloom and Blight. Our cast includes Taylor as the director, Candace as Belladonna, Logan as Wolfsbane, Kit as Daffodil, and Anna as Larkspur. Cast details can be found in the show description. All production is handled by Anna and Kit. All sounds and music, courtesy Epidemic Sounds. Girl by Moonlight is a Forged in the Dark system from Evil Hat Productions. To stay up to date with all things Bloom and Blight, be sure to give us a follow on social media at Bloom and Blight. Bloom and Blight is a Dareful Archives production. See you next time.